Campbell has come back from behind. They will go to the final four. Outside of my six children being born, this is the happiest day of my life. But I will say this to you, the game ball goes to this group back here. To our fans, yes! It's time to go inside the press box. Presented by Dream J.P. Pirtle Realtors. Tell us your thoughts on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 502-384-1450. Now, here's your host, Nick Coffey. Good afternoon. Welcome inside the press box here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. I'm Nick Coffey, the creator and publisher of thecardinalconnect.com. Joined here by Shane, Never Nervous Burst. We're broadcasting live from Bistro 42 in Prospect at the Prospect Shopping Point Center. Uh, the Friday edition of the show, a special pregame show, if you will, is Louisville and Oregon are set to square off in about two hours up at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And, and and I've been I've been talking about this game all week on the show, Shane, and the excitement's kind of it's kind of wearing off. I'm, I'm ready for the game to just be over with because I think I'm making myself nervous. Well, I'm vice versa. I we got to be on the airwaves all week, unfortunately. So the day's been going by very slow. I'm just excited to be here to talk about the game, and it feels like it's actually coming upon me now. It, 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 to be here before you know it. Like I so said, we're about two hours away from tip-off. Once again, we're live here at Bistro 42 in the Prospect Point Shopping Center. Get on out here if you can. Ten Dollar buckets of Coors Light in the night all night long. Some of the best wings in America. Yeah. Channel, you've heard me talk about those wings before. Literally, you will not find a better, a better basket of wings in town. So make sure you guys get on there and check that out. We'll be here until six o'clock. And today's edition of the show is always is brought to you by Dream JP Proto Realtors. If you're buying or selling a home, there's only one call that you need to make. That's Dream JP Proto Realtors four five eight. 2722. We've got plenty of things to get to this afternoon. We'll obviously talk about tonight's game with Louisville and Oregon and as well as the other matchups that are going to go on tonight. But first thing I want to do is talk about last night's game. The phone lines are open if you guys want to get involved. 502-384-1450 is the phone number. That is the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. The Oxmoor Ford Service Department is located next to the Oxmoor Mall. Great people, great prices, great service. That's a winning combination every day. And once again, that phone number is 502 384 1450, and I, I talked about it all week. The game that I wanted to, in the, in the round of 16, the game I wanted to see more than any other game was Syracuse and Indiana. I thought it was going to be a good game. I thought Syracuse had a really good chance, and I thought they, they threw a tough matchup at Indiana. I really did think that, but I didn't, I didn't expect to see Indiana just kind of kind of wilt like they did. Uh, yeah, definitely that Syracuse team reminded me of the Big East Championship. I mean, they looked great. And, uh, you know, uh, Indiana just couldn't answer. And they played maybe the worst ball they could play. A lot of physical play. A lot of fouls that I thought should be called. That I'm not saying that's why they lost. But there was a lot of physical play. And Indiana did not respond well to get smacked in the mouth. It's almost as if they... It's almost as if they, they peaked too soon. And Indiana as a team this year had they had the I wouldn't say they had championship or bust aspirations, but they they were expected to do big things. And they were thought to you know they were thought to be you know the clear cut favorite and then after Indiana you could throw in Louisville and maybe some other teams. But it was Indiana, it was all you heard about in the offseason. And they had a good regular season, but as the season went on and you got to February and March, it was as if they looked much more beatable than you thought they were. It, it looked as oh, if yeah. they had some weaknesses that you maybe you didn't job. see earlier on. No, I don't know. Last night's game, I mean, you've got to give Syracuse a lot of credit. They, they've gotten better in the last month. I mean, that's a team that lost, I think, four or five games down the stretch in Big East play. Now they close out the season, you know, regular season strong. They, they had a great showing in the Big East tournament. You didn't know what to expect because they had somewhat of a collapse against Louisville in that final. But they, they're, they're a tough matchup. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if, if we're talking in a couple weeks about a championship game with Syracuse and Louisville. But Indiana, Tom Crane, and maybe I just don't like Tom Crane. 
and if there's any Hoosier fans here, I'm sorry. But Tom Crean is... I didn't understand why there was such a, a delay in the expectations. I mean, they were so bad in his first three years. They were terrible. But yet it was, okay, let's give him some time. Let's give him some time. Let him get his players in here. And they, were, they continue to be bad. Last year they had a good season. They beat Kentucky, and they still talk about that game to this day. And they made the Sweet 16, lost to the eventual national champion. And, and yet they have the same results this year. They go out in the round of 16. And I don't think you're, you're going to see any Indiana fans giving Tom Crane any, 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 any grief. I don't know that he necessarily deserves you know, to be on the hot seat. But that was that's a good team. And they didn't. They, they were almost over-prepared for that zone. It's like they, 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 the first time they, they had saw a 2-3 zone like that, and they were, they were just pa they were passing too much and didn't just play. It's like it was in their head. It was very bizarre, uh, and today I've been listening to Sport uh, Talk Radio, and they're they're saying that Tom Green, the way he answers these uh, questions and everything, is that Indiana basketball is back, and I guess you know he's improved by some of the stuff that he's having. And he had a good year this year, but I still feel like not very Absolutely, there's no way. He, I mean, there's no way around. Like, a lot of people nationally are saying well, he brought that program back. They had a great year. They won the Big Ten, which was thought to be the biggest. You know the biggest, uh, the best conference in the, in the country, which they, it is a strong league. But the one thing I saw last night about, and I'm not saying the Big East is the best league necessarily, but there's a couple of things about this league that are really standing out in the tournament that are that are that are strong. Defense, they will get up in you. I mean, look what Marquette did in Miami last night. Miami didn't look like they belonged in the same league, especially on the perimeter. They were they were up in their job. And Syracuse did the same kind of thing. And Indiana had their weaknesses when it comes when it comes to the size of their guards. And Louisville's got smaller guards too. But when you look at Jordy Holtz and um, Yogi Ferrell, those are small guards, but they've been able to make up for it because they're very good shooters. But when, when, when Syracuse threw that length on the perimeter, and Brandon Trish and Michael Carter Williams had a field day. He was taking the ball from Jordy Holtz and Yogi Ferrell. Almost every other possession, it seems like, and it was, you know, I really watched Indiana play, and they was they was whipping it around the perimeter. It's almost as if they were passing too much. They it was in their head that they needed to sip that ball around instead of just play basketball. And there was times in the beginning of the game, I don't know if you saw it, they were kicking the ball out of bounds. It just Indiana played a very poor game. There's no doubt in my mind that they underachieved this year because as you know, Mayor, one of my favorite callers here inside the press box, he's always got an open seat here inside the press box. But as he mentioned before the show, that. They're going to lose all these guys. I mean, they're going to bring in a decent recruiting class, but their, their, their power class was this year's team. And, I mean, the freshmen are going to be back. Yogi Ferrell's going to be back. Jordy Holtz is a senior. Cody Zeller, Oladipo, they're going pro. I mean, this this was their year. And, well, to take anything from that Indiana game, you know, seeing a team come off a week off like that and then come out so, I don't know, stagnant, flat, whatever you want to call it, you know, not crisp. That scares me about our game. And that's that, – if watching Indiana lose to Syracuse last night, that 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 I mean, if you've listened to the show all week, I've kind of not, not been putting our own team on upseller, but I've talked about how I'm a little nervous about it. There's there's some things about tonight's game that kind of make me nervous, but I do I do think this. I think if Oregon was to lose tonight, it would be because they didn't play well, not because Oregon is that much is, is that good and that they're just going to come out and be a juggernaut. But you know, it, 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 there's there's reason for concern because Oregon is a much more talented team than, than anybody gave them credit for. They've proven that in the first two games of the tournament. But um, if you look at look at who's left, I mean, it's, 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 if Georgetown would have handled their business and not lost to the 15 seed, this, the Big East, this would have been a great year to go out in style in the last year, the, the last two rounds. 
when you talk about Logan Roe after you know, listening to your show yesterday, you had that caller on. Whenever you know somebody from Oregon is just feeling confident or laughing at crickets, you know, hiking them on, that has to make you feel a little bit more confident about our game. You know, and, and I'm confident. I should never sound like I'm not. I mean, I think this is, this is, this is a team right now. They, they, they should be the national champions. They have to obviously earn it in win games, but there's nobody that, that you can see in the field that's left and say, okay, well, they're going to go out and um, they're going to, I don't know how long it's going to be. And, and there are teams, and I'm not saying that every other team in the country just is nowhere near Louisville, but Louisville, if they play their game, they should beat everybody. So it's like each game, each, each round, I get more and more nervous about each, each game. And I'm, I'm not necessarily as nervous about the potential of the matchup because I know that's going to be a good game. You're not going to blow out Michigan State. You're not going to blow out Duke. If you get to there, you're going to have to play good and win. That's going to be a, good, a hard fought game. But tonight's game, I just fear that they, they could somehow have a let up. But as you mentioned, Rick Pitino going out there, telling his players how good this team is, and telling all of us that you know, they're, they're the, you know, God's gift to, 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 to James Naismith's game. It, 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 kind of, it kind of throws you off a bit. Well, you know, you got to be used to it by now, and, you know, the way he kind of, I guess, overhyped uh, Colorado State. I feel a little bit more confident about hearing him talk about, uh, you know, Oregon. So. And, and, and we'll see what happens. I wouldn't surprise me one bit if it's a competitive game and it's a hard-fought game and, and Louisville goes out and, 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 you know, wins by five or six. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they the last one. That's just... That's just that's this kind of team. Once again, we are live out here at D Store 42 in the Prospect One Shopping Center. Phone lines are open 503 If you're in the area, just go somewhere and watch the game. And get on out here at D Store 42. They've got $10 buckets of Miller Light and Coors Light all night long. And they're also going to have a live band after the game. You can't beat that. Once again, today's edition of the show is brought to you by Dream JP Pro Realtors. We're going to get to our first break of the show. Come back on the other side. Make sure you guys stick with us. We're going to obviously talk about tonight's game a little more. Maybe get to some of the other games that happened last night and then also some other matchups tonight. Other than to all that on the other side, make sure you stick with us here inside the press box presented to you by Dream JP for Realtors. Put anybody in front of us, we guarantee to win. Inside the Press Box, presented by Dream J.P. Pirtle Realtors. To get involved on the show, call in on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 502-384-1450. You are Inside the Press Box, presented by Dream J.P. Pirtle Realtors. To get involved on the show, call in on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 502 384 1450. Welcome back inside the press box here on 1450, the Sports Buzz. I'm Nick Coffey. Shane Burris here joining me. We are live from Bistro 42 at the Prospect Point Shopping Center. As always, today's edition of the show is brought to you by Dream JP Proto Realtors. 502-384-1450. If, if Oregon was to come out and pull off the upset, the 12th seed, knocking off the number one seed, and getting you know to, to the elite eight, the 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 store. I mean, really, we, you mentioned yes, yesterday, Shane. I talked to um, a host from out there in Portland, and they, they thought this team was obviously underseeded getting the 12 seed. But I don't think anybody honestly, you know, expected them to get to where they are and play the way they have because they've played really well. But if Oregon does come out and pull off the upset, what 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 has to happen? Because it would be an upset regardless of how underseeded this team is. To kind of echo what you said earlier, uh, we'd have to come out, you know, and play a very bad game. Uh, we would have to not be stressing over the physicality and the rebounding that Oregon's going to bring. I mean, that's that's something that we, we have to 
you know, stressed. And I feel like with the Colorado State thing, you know, that was the best rebounding team in the nation. And we, you know, best rebound margin. Uh, and I thought we stressed that. So I don't feel like that. I know that this team's prepared for the rebounding aspect. The physical play is something that I worry about. And, and that's going to happen because these guys do get physical. And once again, if you, if you hear the loud noises here over the air, we've got a great crowd here at Bistro 42. We are at the Prospect Point Shopping Center. And if you're looking for a rowdy place to watch the game, Bistro 42 is where you need to be because I'm sure as you can hear over the air, it is, it's on and rocking here. But uh, we're excited for the game, talking about that. Louisville and Oregon coming up at 7.15 on CBS and when you and I did the pregame shows up in New York City for the Big East Tournament, Shane, we talked about who, you know, who needs to play well for Louisville to continue the, the role that they're on. Unfortunately, they're still on that role we were talking about two weeks ago at the same, same exact day. And I talked about how I really think that the bench is, is that important. And it turns out they've been, they've been playing great. And Shane Mahanan, who, and I hate saying this because if anybody, you know, was, as, I, I probably hyped up Shane Mahan a little too much coming into the season. I thought he was going to be one of the best players in the country. I thought Louisville was going to have a great season, and I thought it was going to be because of Shane Mahan, because obviously they're going to have other pieces, but I thought he was the most important. And he's not played great, you know, this year. Uh, he's, and I hate to say it, but right now it's almost as if he's kind of taken a step back from last year. But the good thing is that he's matured and he knows that. He's been able to see Montrez Harrell come off of the bench and, and have the games that he's had, and he's, he's his biggest cheerleader. He, 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 all, he's, all he seems to be concerned about right now is the overall success of the team, which is good to see, and you need to see that. But he talked yesterday to the media at, at Lucas Oil Stadium and talked about how, you know, and it was a really good question. I, I don't remember who it was that actually asked it, but they said, you know, without the bench playing the way they're playing, would Louisville be right here? Would they be in the Sweet 16? And in his answer, I've actually got the quote here. He said no. Uh, he said, um, basically, I'm not playing up to my potential. Trez has come in and made up for that. He also said Wayne Blackshear is not playing up to his potential, and Lucas came in and made up for that. We might still have made it here, but we would not be playing the way we're playing right now. And I agree with that. But I do think Shane Mahanen is going to have to to kind of take it up a little notch for Louisville to con- not only to get to the ultimate goal, which is the national championship, but tonight's game. It's a physical game. And, you know, uh, Kazemi, the big guy for Oregon, he's averaging 16 and a half rebounds per game in, in the tournament, which is just, I mean, I don't know that's two games, but anytime you, you get 33 rebounds in two games, that you're cleaning that glass. And you're going to have to have somebody match his intensity on our side of the on our side because you got to either have Shane either come out and finally, finally you know dig within him and have that sense of urgency. Montrez always brings it, and as silly as it is, Van Trees is probably the best matchup for that guy because Van Trees is put his body on. He's him, not <laughs> going to be outworked. So uh, I feel like with, between those three guys, surely one of those guys will step up and will have the answer for that guy on the board. Funny story about Stephen Van Trees because there is a. Um, Doing what I do, you know, I, I blog and put up a lot of content online about this team, and I get a lot of my. I have a um, not a partnership, but I, I'm with USA Today Images, where I can use their images for my site. So I do that all the time. There's a photographer for the USA Today that anytime he snaps a shot of Stephen Van Trees, he uses this almost the same headline. He says hulking forward Stephen Van Trees. Could it not be a more perfect, you know, description of Van Trees's game? Hulking, but. It's it's so bizarre because off the court he's harmless, you know. He's such an uh, you know he's he's, gentle. he's very yeah he's gentle he's professional he's uh you know during these things where he's getting to actually get in the press conference you kind of see how he's great yeah he? he's knowledgeable you know he's very level headed he's a good good kid no and and, and I'm glad that he's finally a part of this, this lineup you've got everybody that's really a part of I mean you've got your starters who have been your starters but look at the rotation. When you bring Kevin, the four guys, Kevin Ware, Luke Hancock, Terrell, and Stephen Ventrese off the bench, that's that as dangerous as they've been. Dollar, 
that's how that's how rowdy this place is. You know, we, we do, actually had to pipe them down. We're trying to do a broadcast. 1450 is the number if you guys want to get involved. Um, we mentioned tonight's game is, you know, the physicality is going to be big. Whoever can control the rebounds. But uh, one one thing that I've heard in the last two days that I did, and I don't watch a lot of Oregon basketball. I've watched them play, you know, twice. I think in the regular season. And one thing that everybody's saying to watch out for is is their speed. And Travis Ford came in and, and, and was at Louisville's practice on Tuesday and said that, you know, Coach Patino, don't don't watch the tape because it doesn't show how fast they truly are. And when I first hear that, I'll be honest, maybe I'm just, you know, getting arrogant. Talk about my only concern is this. If, if, if Oregon somehow, you wouldn't think it's likely because they turn the ball over so much, but if they somehow find a way to beat this press, they could really make Louisville pay. Yeah, but you have to think about the competition we've seen this year. Surely, you know, somebody would have broke the code, you know, found out how to do it before Oregon. No, and, and you're right. You're right. And, but, and, and, but the one thing that, that does, uh, you know, when it comes down to when you just throw them out there on the court and, and look at talent, look who's the much better team. Louisville obviously is, but there's something about being that nobody thought we'd even be here. Now we're going to go out there and, and you know, we, we're going to play loose as ever. And as cliche as it is, I you know after you're sitting here breaking down this game, it it comes down to yeah we have more talent, but who wants this game more? And you know with these press conferences and everything, Peyton Siva being the one that comes to mind the most. This team is so focused in. Oh yeah, they're 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 dialed in, and it's good to see. And yesterday, and, and you got to credit Patino for doing what he's doing with these guys because not only is you know you would expect any coach in the country to keep your guys focused, but he literally is is, is telling. You. And I think these guys, you look at them right now, they were thought to be one of the best teams in the country going into the year, one of the top three, top two teams. Now they 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 finally gotten there, but they had some stumbles along the way. They lost some games, and they didn't. There was a stretch there when they were winning, and they really weren't playing well, not near not nearly the way they're playing now. So I do think there is a humbleness about this team to where. They know they could get beat by anybody, and they, they and not only do they they it's not just a mental thing. They've experienced it. They've lost to Villanova. They played poorly, terribly, and had to give away a game at Notre Dame in, in six overtime. So I do think that's a part of this team being humble. And you look at the character guys. It was a great article today on USA Today by I believe it was Dan Wolken who talked about how the top team in the country right now is is Louisville without a doubt. There's nobody even close, but yet. As far as NBA draft potential, there's not one guy on this team. And I, he's anybody talks bad about Louisville, I'm gonna look at him and think, well, you know, hey, let's wait a second, let's look at it. But he's right. There's not anybody on this team right now, and I mean this, and I don't mean this in a bad way. There's not one guy on the team that you could look at and say they would potentially be a lottery pick. And I mean that. There's not one. Am oh, I that, wrong? That's something that you posted. You know, I thought was really neat that Andre McGee interview. You know, you, of course you're gonna have the smack tack talk in the locker room and with Andre McGee being on that team and being around this team you know I'm sure there's jabber here and there but somebody said that this team would beat that 09 team by 20 and Andre McGee kind of looked at the camera and said you know there's four guys in the league right now on that team there was two lottery picks that's a bold statement it you know him just statement. him just being a mature you know not going to take a jab at his college kid. yeah at his team uh, you know at one of his team and uh, one of his players and we we're at, we're live at her Bistro 42 in the Prospect Point shopping center we got people driving by honking at us everybody is excited a go big, cards yeah, flags yeah, flying it, everywhere it's everywhere it's, it's it's a great place to be and and I talked about him in the opening one thing you need to keep an eye on if you come out here is make sure you get some of those wings because they are the best wings in I've ever had. I mean that. Best I wings I've ever had. i got to kind of call you out, Nick. Every time one of these baskets of wings go by, Nick loses all concentration. Yeah, it's probably, that's why we went off air, actually. I had to go get me a basket of those wings. But and they're that good. I'm not kidding you. 
if you get if you, if you come out here and you don't get the wings, you're not doing yourself justice. They are that good, and it's reasonably priced too. And while you're at it, you're coming out to watch the games tonight. You get ten dollar buckets, Miller Light and Coors Light all night long. And once again, if you if you do want to get involved on the show, we've got a great crowd out here. Five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty is the number. That's the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz line. And I hate to look ahead, but that's what we do here. We're not going to talk about. I've been talking about Oregon all week. I feel like I host an Oregon or an Oregon talk show. But tonight's games, you've got some good ones. Um, obviously, the one that mobile fans are going to keep a close eye on, other than their own game, is that Duke-Michigan State game coming up at 9:45. And then you've got Kansas and Michigan 7:37. And then of course the late game, which I'm sure a lot of people are going to be watching to, to try to see if Cinderella can keep that slipper, Florida and, and, and Florida Gulf Coast. But before we get to the, the game that I really want to see as far as just a matchup with Kansas and Michigan, I want to see Duke and Michigan State. I've talked all week. I don't want to play Duke. Don't want to play them. Don't want to, I don't want anything to do with that. But there's a lot of people out there who, who are just don't, – don't give me Tom Izzo in the tournament. He's ended so many great seasons. He did, did it a lot for, for Kentucky. I mean, you look at Kentucky. They had two of their best seasons under Tubby Smith. Tom Izzo ended both of them. And he, he's, he's kind of a tournament killer. But I look at their guards, and I think Louisville would eat them alive. It's the makeup of both teams. I don't want to see Duke. I, I, echo, I don't want to see either, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I echo what you're saying. But as far as the team makeup, I guess I'd rather play Michigan. But you're not getting a slouch of a coach either way. So Exactly. You're going against Tom Izzo or Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pick your poison. I would rather play Michigan State. But then again, I mean, I remember last time we met Michigan State, and, man, that left a bad taste in my mouth. And if you talk about this is one thing that I was – obviously, I, I'm, I'm Louisville biased. I don't think I'm, I'm breaking any news here when I say that on air. But when Louisville got the number one overall seed, I thought their draw was tough with the 8-9 game because Missouri and Colorado State, they've done fine with that. The one thing that really didn't make sense to me, and Patino talked about it too, is they got Duke as a number two seed. And I'm watching the games last night. And Louisville right now, they look fine. They've got a 12 seed they're going to have to play. It's because St. Louis proved to not be what you thought they were, and they lost, and that's fine. But right now, the Elite Eight game in this Midwest region is going to be Duke and Louisville if you play the favorites. Look around who the other teams are going to have to play. I mean, Miami was no match for Mark. I mean, you've got – I just I would have loved to have been the one seed in Indiana's region and, 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 and have to play a team like Syracuse. They're playing as good as anybody right now, but I just can't, can't un- seem to understand how Louisville was given the number one overall seed, and yet Duke is thought to be the worst two seed. Because, in, in, you know, they didn't finish the season greatly. They didn't win their regular season t- uh, conference in, in the ACC. They didn't win the postseason tournament in the ACC. So maybe they, maybe they deserve to be where they're at. But I just – the thought of having to, get, having to get past a team like Duke to get to the Final Four, I mean, that's – that's the game I'm thinking about right now. As much as I don't want to overlook Oregon, I'm thinking about that matchup on Sunday because I do think that Duke is going to beat Michigan State, and I think they're going to do it pretty handily. I totally agree, and I think, you know, I mean, it was kind of a universal thing. Everybody kind of thought that UofL got kind of gypped in his in the number one overall seed as far as their matchups. But uh, then again, I, I mean, that Syracuse team looked pretty tough last night, Nick. They I did. I can't say did. that I would rather play them or Duke. I mean, it's, it would be a toss-up for me. Well, and Syracuse is – and there's a lot of people who text. I had woke up this morning with three text messages from people that said, Mark it, Louisville's going to play Syracuse – or Louisville's going to play Syracuse for the national championship. I wouldn't say that I would want to see that, but – because I, I still think there's some suspect teams in the other region. But I would – I think – I just think that – when you look at the numbers, yes, Louisville played terribly in the first half against against Syracuse, but I just think they match up well with them. I think they they can attack the zone. I think they actually give Syracuse more problems than the other way around. It just looked it just looked differently. I mean, look, let's break it down by halves. They've played two games this year. Louisville's dominated basically three of those four halves, but yet they somehow still lost that first game because of a late season choke. But 
I think that I think if Louisville gets to the championship game, I think there's more. I think it's more Syracuse kind of thinking, well, damn, I don't know how we're going to beat them than the other way around. But let's move on real quick. We've got about 10 minutes in the show. Once again, we're live out here at Bistro 42 in the Prospect Point Shopping Center. Get on out here, as I've mentioned over and over, and, and I didn't even know until I got here. You can't beat it. $10 buckets of Miller Lite and Coors Light all night long for the games. They're going to have a live band after the game tonight. So get on out here in the Prospect Point Shopping Center, Bistro 42. Um, the other bet, I guess the other really good game to keep an eye on tonight is Michigan and Kansas. Michigan's always been, in my opinion, Shane, they've been a darling this year. A lot of people thought, well, Trey Burke, good Lord, watch out for Michigan. They are the team. They've got a great backcourt. And I get that, but they've been mediocre. Toward, I, mean, they, I think they finished 4-4 four and four in, down in the, end, the end of the regular season. They looked great against VCU. I mean, Shaka Smart took that butt-whooping like a champ because they owned them. But it wouldn't surprise me if either team won, but I'm not really impressed with either one. I guess, I guess what I should say, if, I'm, if Louisville can, can finish out this side of the bracket and they do get you that championship game, I would much rather play a Michigan or Kansas than I would a Syracuse, and I mean that. I agree with you, and I thought I said this to a few coworkers and stuff that I've talked to because that's all I've been doing is talking basketball. It's that time of year, man. I feel like it's going to be a lot like last year in the sense that your Final Four game may be tougher or better than your national championship game, and I feel that way, especially with Louisville being in it. Sure, 502-384-1450 is number if you want to get involved. Uh, on Twitter, I've got some, t- some tweets coming in. Uh, Twittering Thomas on Twitter says, two hours before the game and the large Louisville presence is felt at Lucas Oil Stadium. That's good to hear. Um, I, I, I expected it to be that way. With that close of a trip, you, you, you knew that they were going to bring a great group of fans. But we've got a great group of fans here at Bistro 42. Um, and, and, and I mean, we got Mayor, the mayor here. He's uh, one, of the, one of my favorite guests inside the press box. My dad's out here. My stepmom, Mitzi's out here. My, my nephew, but we've, we've got a good crowd. Trevor Bacon Kelsey decided to stick around a little bit, so we've got we've got a good crowd. Um, we got some prodigies here too. They're watching us, just saying, whenever Nick leaves inside the press box, I'm telling yeah, you, two of those guys are going to be hosting they're, it. They're reserving a spot inside the press box for once it's gone. Um, but uh, to talk more about the crowd advantage, how much do you think that really? Ma- I think tonight it'll make an, it'll it'll make a, a huge difference because you got to think how many fans is Oregon really going to bring across the country to come and watch. Um, their team play. It's kind of, I talked about it yesterday, it's kind of tough because you're so excited because your team overcame everything, but now are you going to travel across the country to see them play the number one overall seed in the tournament, knowing they're they're an extreme underdog? Yeah, and I I think it'll be a lot of red in the crowd tonight, and I know all my friends are heading up there, and I'm jealous. I'm uh, jealous too, but hey, you dedicated to the press box, are you not? That's right, and you know, I got to see them in the Big East, and that's that that was an experience in itself, Big East tournament, so uh, I'm happy for them, and and I hope everybody that goes up there has a good time because I will tell you this, the last time I was in Lucas Oil Stadium, is it, I'll never forget it. It was one of the more miserable times of my life, walking was, out of there. I was there, You were with me, weren't you? Yeah, you, you were with me, Never Nervous, and it was, it was miserable. It was depressing. And hopefully it doesn't end on the, uh, you know, that same way this weekend. And I don't think that it will, but it's kind of scary how, how many you know, similarities there are. You've got a, tonight, you've got a 12 seed uh, from the Pac-12 that overachieved in the tournament and made their way here. And then you potentially could meet a Michigan State team that I think the Spartans right now, they are a three seed. I believe they were a two seed back in 2009. But it's, it's scary how similar it is. It is. And I, I feel like both, both teams, you can say they had more talent in 09. But uh, I, I don't really like this team. And I think that we would get the match. We would get them this time in the matchup. But I don't know if they'll get there. Yeah, I, you know, fingers crossed. But I want to move on and talk a little bit before we get out of here. We've got about seven minutes left in the show. Uh, Florida and North Florida, or not, not North Florida, Florida and Florida Gulf Coast, the, the, uh, the Cinderella who has been able to keep the slipper, 
the entire, you know, the entire tournament. And not only have they been able to win games, they've been just busting that ass. I mean, I, excuse my language out here, but they've been really just blowing people. I wouldn't say blowing people out, but they've been winning handily against two good teams. Georgetown, who was, you know, the regular season champion, co-champion of the Big East. And then a team in, in San Diego State who I don't know what they did throughout the season, but for the most part, they were pretty solid. They've got, they've got a lot of talent, but they, I mean, that that's not a 15 seed. I don't, yeah, I don't take the San Diego State thing for much, but uh, the Georgetown win holds some water. I just I mean, can't get over the dunking. It is, and uh, they're just, these kids just come from nowhere, and, uh, you know, I've seen their con- uh, their condos, I should say, uh, their dorms that look out over beaches, and it's a, I could see why kids would go there. I could, I could too, and, and you know, I talked yesterday, their, their head coach is probably on t- literally on top of the world. There's nobody doing better than, 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 uh, in the North, the North Florida coach right now, just Enfield. because, yeah, Andy Enfield is his name, just because he has, not only has he gotten his team to the Sweet 16, first time in a, sweet, a, a, a number 15 seed has ever gotten there, and also he's got a smoking hot wife. He just can't, he can't lose right now. While we're talking about the game, um, I honestly think Florida will win just because I think the talent will be exposed, um, you know, as far as, you know. And it's not a good matchup either. It's not. For, and, for, 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 for but Florida, if, if they have a chance against anybody left, I think it's Florida. But that, as silly that, as it is that, that's my next question. How scared of you are, how, how, you know, does Florida really scare you? Are they a team that if you think will, because at one time they were thought to be the darling, that the, the, the UK, the UK beat them. Let's just, yeah, let's, let's be just honest. Kill that's the noise. true. That kind of, kind of just, that kind of <laughs> throws the whole thing out. But there's one time where they were shooting so well, and and they they had such a such a great rotation of guards, and, and Patrick Young was playing well, and you thought, wow, who's going to beat this team? And it turns out they were just playing a bunch of bums in the SEC. And you know they've they've looked. Minnesota, I thought was going to give them a game. I actually, picked Tubby Smith's team to knock him off. But Florida's a team that it wouldn't surprise me one bit. And, I, and I, I'm I'm a sucker for Ken Palm. Not in the way you're thinking when I, the way I just said that. <laughs> but his rank. I mean, usually his numbers don't lie. And he's been able to 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 basically tell you these this criteria is what you need to be a national champion. And and Florida's one of those teams. They've been one of the only teams that's been in there the entire year. And they don't necessarily scare me, but. I can't get past how great they played in the first half against Louisville last year and how I literally, I thought the season was over. You were with me watching that game. I thought it was done. I thought there was no way, there was no way that, that Louisville was going to be able to come back and win that game. That was a crazy comeback, and that took some digging in. And, I mean, a lot like the Syracuse comeback took. So, uh, you know, our, team's, our team had it last year, and we did it this year. So don't ever count this team out, I guess, is something you can say. No, and, and for the, to get back before we get out of here, we've got about three minutes left in the show. Before we, you know, get, getting back to, to Oregon and Louisville, um, the spread opened at 9.5. It's now at 10. Louisville is the favorite, and I think that's fair. I think I may have seen 11 today. It, it wouldn't surprise me because I think anybody with, with money that's watched these teams play, when you look at what each team does well, it's, it's a terrible matchup for Oregon. The only, the only reason anybody's saying otherwise is because Rick Pitino thinks that this team could go out and beat the Miami Heat. But... <laughs> I, I wouldn't be like I said earlier. It wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if it was, if it was you know, a competitive game throughout, and Louisville finally just pulled away. Or it wouldn't surprise me if they come out and just blow them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, I'm hoping it's the other way, so I have no stress this evening. I can enjoy the game, enjoy whatever else the night may bring. Um, yeah, hopefully it's bring celebration. Let's just hope that. <laughs> well, you can tell Bistro's got a. It, they got. They're planning on a win with this band coming on. They after are. The they are planning on doing a lot of celebrating here. And if you're in the area, if you just want to make a trip out, you're looking for somewhere to watch the game. Look no further than Bistro 42. We're live out here at the Prospect Point Shopping Center. Just a couple of minutes. Shane, as always, thank you for coming out and joining me on the show. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, and hopefully we'll be back somewhere next week at the studio and, and recapping a win 
Let's hope that's the case. Let's hope I can keep making an appearance inside the press box. Yeah, you, there's always a free pass for you here inside the press box. Real quick before we get out of here, I want to remind you once again, today's broadcast was brought to you by Dream JP Proto Realtors. If you're buying or selling a home, there's only one call that you need to make. That is Dream JP Proto Realtors. And also, real quick, I know uh, I'm not sure how many are going to be left on Monday, but if you've not picked up your 1450 the Sports Buzz golf card, you need to do that right away. Um, I, like I said, I'm not even sure if there's many left, but you need to go ahead and check it out and make sure. Get your card before they are gone. Six rounds of golf for $125. Glen Oaks, Polo Fields, Heritage Hill, Glen Mary, Jeff Elks, and the Woodhaven Country Club. The card is presented to you this year by Play It Again Sports, and as a bonus, you're going to get some great deals from the folks over there at Play It Again Sports. And once again, you can, you can get that card right now at 1450thesportsbuzz.com slash golf card. Shane, real quick, we got about a minute left. Let's get some predictions for you tonight. I can't guess a score. I just predict. I predict a U of L win by fourteen. I fourteen. I like that. I, I I'll predict a, a uh, I'll predict a sixteen point win. Okay. Yeah. Well, either, either hopefully, way, hopefully it's, it's a twenty point win. And we're, not, we're not. Hopefully at halftime we're not nearly as nervous as we as we are right now. And I don't think we're nervous, but you just you ha- you would hate to see a team just come out and lay an egg and, and end a great season just because they you know they they let they let one slip by. I really want you to stop talking like that. Yeah, every I'm time done, I'm we done have a game, about, about thirty tonight. They're getting it done. <laughs> every time we have a game, you throw out these predictions that could happen. This could happen. The world could end. You might lose. That's just how I am. You're used to it. I don't I think know. I don't think the listening audience is, but you were absolutely used to it. But once again, we are out of time. Want a big big thanks to Bistro Forty Two for having us out. If you're looking for a place to watch the game, get on out here. We are at the Prospect Point Shopping Center, and we'll be back on air on Monday. Hopefully, we will be we were talking about Louisville heading to the Final Four. This has been another edition of Inside the Press Box presented to you by Dream JP Proto Realtors.